name of Jesus. What a mighty name. All across the globe, people know that name, Jesus. They've heard it. It's familiar. I'm thankful that you've been with us for this series, and I know that COVID's really kind of reared its ugly head again. We're not making any plans on doing anything different. If you're not feeling well, stay home. Of course, I'm breaking that right now. I'm on cold medicine and cough drops, but I did get tested. I don't have COVID. It's just a cold, I promise, okay? Uh, But if you're not feeling well, stay home uh, and and stay distanced as much as you can. But at this point, we're praying. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just simplistic. I'm thinking if everybody's getting it, eventually everybody's had it, and we should be over it, right? I mean, and hopefully, I hope, I hope, 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 hope. Although Philip went and had it twice, so I don't know. Uh, maybe we're stuck with it for a long time. I don't know. But let's continue to do the best we can and try to honor each other, right? We honor each other by staying home if we're sick. We honor each other by keeping distance and those kind of things the best we can. Uh, but I'm so glad you've been here. I'm so glad that uh, we've had this series, The Wonder of a Name. Today, I would be preaching The Wonder of a Promise. A great way to end this series is talking about the promise of God with us. But boy, I'm glad we did it when we did it, right? I'm glad we did it the first Sunday after the uh, incident that we could say, God is with us. Where was he? Well, God is with us. He doesn't promise us to take away all of the problems and the evil in this world. He does suppress it. He does hold it back, but he is with us. I'm so thankful I have a God who promises to be with me. That's why the story in the Old Testament when they went down into the fiery furnace, that's why that's so powerful. There was four of them there. There was one like the Son of God. Jesus, pre-incarnate Jesus, was there in that furnace. He's with us. And then the promise of Christmas is this baby in a manger who came not in a palace, didn't come in the golden cradle. He came to Bethlehem in a manger. So he's accessible to everyone. I hope you've really just grabbed on to that God with us theme this year. But we've talked about the wonder of a star. We talked about the wonder of the manger. And today is the wonder of a name. We're going to be in Matthew 16, 13 through 18. Matthew 16, 13 through 18. It was funny, we, uh, we, we got up Christmas morning and my family was there and Julie had her Bible. I don't know if you've ever seen my wife's Bible. It's like a, a boat anchor. It's like this thick. Like, she's got one of those amazing Bibles. Anybody, anything that's ever been said about anything in the Bible, somebody wrote it down and it's all in this Bible. Well, she brought out the tank and she opened up to Luke chapter 2. And my daughter said, didn't we read that like five times last night in the Christmas Eve service? And she said, maybe, but we're going to read it again. And we read that beautiful story again. Can't get enough of the Christmas story, right? But in this story, there's the very clear teaching to Joseph and Mary that his name was to be called Jesus. And you're like, yeah, but there's all sorts of names. I know, I know. Uh, Trust me, I I looked at Isaiah 9, 6. We sang it this morning in a song. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. He will be called Jesus. Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And you're like, when did they call him these things? No, they called him Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. One of the things we don't understand is how fluid names kind of were in the old culture. Uh, Names had meanings, and they were very specific meanings. Names changed. And the Bible has all sorts of incidences of name changes. Because names mean something. And so when it says he'll be called, it really means... He'll be known as Wonderful Counselor. I don't think, I doubt his brothers ever said, good morning, Wonderful, when he came to breakfast. I doubt it. 
I doubt his brothers said, oh, here comes the Prince of Peace. No, they didn't call him by that name. But when the Bible says he'll be called, it kind of means he'll be known as. This, this child will be known as Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting. So just so you're clear, his name was Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. And that's a great name. We'll get to that today. But I love this passage we're going to look at in Matthew. Do you happen to have that on the screen? Because I am so, this has been a rough week. I don't have any of my verses printed out, and I'm blind as a bat. Can we get Matthew 16, 13 through 18 on the screen somehow? Do I need to look it up? Okay. Boy, I'm just nervous that even the glasses won't do this. Oh, I could do it. Matthew 16, 13 through 18. If she'll get it up on the screen there, but let me read this. It might seem like a, a weird passage. It would help if I was in Matthew. Does she have it? Does she have it? All right, let's do it off the screen. Matthew 16, 13 through 15. Now, when Jesus came into the district of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples... Who do people say that the Son of Man is? And they said, Some say John the Baptist. Others say Elijah. Others Jeremiah. Or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter replied, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. And I tell you, you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I love this passage. It might not sound like a very Christmassy passage, but there's something very important that happens here. The obvious was Simon's name gets changed to Peter. And that's the obvious thing, and, and we'll talk about that a little later. I have a slide that talks about name changes in the Bible. But I want to go back to something very important about a name that maybe gets overlooked. It's Jesus asking, who do people say I am? See, the Scriptures told us he should be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. The Scripture told us who he would be, but people weren't sure exactly who he was. And so Jesus asked his disciples a great question. Uh, Jesus, by the way, was a rabbi. He was a master teacher. He had his disciples, his students. And a good teacher asked lots of questions. And Jesus said, who do people, everybody say people, who do people say that I am? Well, they're, then they're, they're like, well, we've heard, we've, okay, yeah, I've heard. I remember, yeah, somebody was thinking, somebody thinking you were Elijah. Somebody was thinking that you're John the Baptist. Somebody's thinking that. And they're talking about all these rumors that are around who he was, and all of them are wrong. Maybe just one of the prophets. And Jesus then asked a great follow-up question. Let's not talk about who they think I am. Who do you say I am? I love, I wish I could have been there. I don't know how brown-nosy it was, but I love how Simon, ooh, 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 I know. You are the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God. And you can almost hear ding, 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 ding. And Jesus gets out the good student A-plus sticker and puts it on his chest. Good job. Good job, Simon. And then I love that part. Simon Barjona, you're now going to be called 
Petra. Mark knows this, right, Mark? Petra means rock. Those of us who grew up with the great band Petra, that was my first foray into Christian rock music. I was at a very Baptist church. We didn't listen to, it was, you couldn't do that. But I went to camp. And at church camp is where they defile you. And so I went to Christian church camp and my counselor, it was my counselor who had a cassette tape and a Walkman. Explain it to the children, okay? It was a Walkman and he had his headphones on and he's listening. I could hear this. I'm like, that doesn't sound like a hymn. And, and he goes, yeah, this is Petra. Petra. Petra means rock. It's Christian rock. And I listened to Petra, fell in love with Petra, which is funny because remember on that first album, it was like, red is the color of the blood that flowed. Remember that? Remember that? Not really rocky, was it, Ed? Anyways, Petra, I've left you guys way behind. Okay, Uh, Petra, Petra means rock. And the great Christian band, Petra, uh, with John Schlitt in their lead, they did this beautiful thing with Christian music, with rhythm and all these wonderful things. It means rock. Jesus looked at Simon and said, you're now to be called the rock because upon this rock I will build my church, the foundation of knowing who Jesus is. It's all about the name. So what's in a name? The givers of our names, our parents, have thought long and hard about what to call us. We have unique names, and our names are given to us before anything is known about us, really, much known about us, right? So, uh, you know, Jesus changing Simon's name to Peter, he bases it on something about him at the time. Now we're given names ahead of time, and you know what people do today. Today, parents find out they're having, I'm sorry, I won't pick on you too much, Kylie, but I bet you Kylie has done this, top 10 baby names, right? of 2021. And parents do this. They go to Google and they Google top 10 and they start looking at all these names. They're like, oh, that name is great. I've never heard that name before. This is a great name. And they name their child. And then five years later, they find out that all the other parents did the same thing. And there's 20 of those kids in class. How many of you grew up and there was like five kids with your unique name in your class? Yep. Yeah, I I know. It happens a lot today. They pick names and then uh, sometimes they don't even know the meaning of the name. Do you know what Don means? Does anybody know what Donald means? World ruler. Thank you. I love that. I've always loved that. And the name can change, right? Because I was always Donnie. Growing up, I'm Donnie. Not D-O-N-N-Y. That's a, a, that's a, a, postu- a, that's a, a apostate. Don't do that. I was D-O-N-N-I-E. Donnie. All my life. Everybody who is in Romeoville still calls me Donnie. And then at some point I went off to college and and they still kind of called me Donnie. My friends called me Donnie. But then I noticed people started calling me Don. Don. Oh, Don. That's my dad's name. I guess I'll become a Don. Now nobody has called me Donald. And that's a good thing. I don't like Donald. I don't like the name Donald. Sounds like a duck to me. Donald. But Julie and I had a choice to make. Sometimes the dads don't get a lot of say. They, the women are really smart and crafty, and they act like we have a choice in it, but we don't. I was thinking of girls' names, and then, uh, you know, Caitlin was on her way, and uh, come to find out, Julie had picked Caitlin's name when she was in eighth grade. So uh, it was Caitlin. There was no questioning, and it was going to be Caitlin Joy. Caitlin Joy. I don't know how we came up with Emily. 
I don't know where that came from, and I didn't have any say, but it was Emily was next, and it was Emily Grace. We've got joy and grace. So Joshua should be Joshua Peace, but he's not, so we don't. He was supposed to be Donald Ray Jackson III. I'm a junior. I'm a junior. I was named after my father, Donald Ray Jackson Sr. I'm not Donald II, uh, but if we were going to name Joshua Donald, I was thinking if we had a boy, it would be Donald Ray Jackson III. What a great name. Until my wife said, no. We don't want him going to kindergarten. They're going to call him Donald Ray Jackson the Turd. And that's not going to go well at all. We had people in our church that I wanted to name him. Actually, my name for him was Steve. I wanted Stevie. I wanted a Stevie. It was going to be Stevie Jackson. Because my favorite cousin in all the world, his name was Steve. And I, I idolized him. He was the first motorcycle I ever rode and taught me how to ride. And, and I love Stevie. It was going to be Stevie Jackson. Julie's like, mm-mm-mm. It's no Donald the Turd and it's no Stevie. And then some guys in our church said, we're going to name him Harley. I said, I like that. Julie said, no. I tell you, we don't get a vote at all. And all of a sudden, the name came Joshua and David. I'm like, I like those names. Joshua. I love the passage in the Bible where God says to Joshua, now Moses is dead. Now you, Joshua. Wow. Can you imagine being next after Joshua? Well, I did it. I was next after Moses here. You know, uh, Bob... Bob was like Moses. He was like, uh, you know, an incredible icon. And then God says, you, you, I don't want to be next. But Joshua stood up and he was next in line. Wow. Our names mean something. There's meaning to names. Today, just to keep it really simple, I'm going to walk through just a couple of thoughts. Jesus was mandated. Joseph and Mary didn't go to Google and look up what's the hottest names of BC1. No. Uh, the angel came both to Joseph alone and then to Mary alone, and both angels separately told them to uh, Matthew. Matthew talked to, to Joseph, um, and, or, or Matthew records Joseph, and Luke tells about Mary. Matthew, by the way, is very Jewish. Everything in Matthew, when you read it, is very Jewish, so it's going to be very paternal, very fatherly, because of the Jewish line. Uh, women were not regarded highly, and so I love that Luke includes some stuff about Mary and, and how regarded she was. But the angel came, and, and uh, we have it from Matthew that he came to Joseph, and he said, you shall call his name Jesus. Don't Google it. It's going to be Jesus. Okay. Mary gets told by an angel, you shall name him Jesus. There was going to be no arguing the fact. Uh, Mary couldn't even pull the, the Julie card and, and trump three names in a row. No, no, the angel said it was Jesus. And Joseph's like, yeah, I know. The angel told me Jesus too. His name is Jesus. There's a wonder in a name. God changed people's names to signify some new meaning. And sorry you can't take notes. Again, this has been a week. I didn't even print notes. But they, they made this thing a long time ago with paper and this object that doesn't even need batteries. It's called a pen or a pencil. You can write these down if you choose to today. God changed people's names to signify a new meaning. Abram, in the Old Testament, his name was Abram. And then God told him he would be called Abraham. Close, similar, but different meanings. Abram means exalted father. God changed it to a father of a multitude. Remember God made a promise? Abraham, you're going to be a father to great nation. And Abraham's like, where's the kids coming from? Come on, I'm getting old here. God said, I made a promise. I'll even change your name. Your name means father of a multitude. I'm going to make it happen, Abraham. Your name means that. 
And then there's the one I explained already. Simon actually means reed. Reed. I put shaky there because have you ever seen a reed? The reeds are nice and big and tall, and they wave in the wind. They're shaky. They blow around. That's the beauty of that passage, by the way, when Jesus asks Simon, who do, who do you say I am? And Simon says, you're the Christ, the Son of the living God. Ding, 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 ding. You're no longer called shaky. Because that's what was going on. People were wavering. Who is he? They were blown by the wind, Jesus says later. People are blown around by the wind. Any wind of any doctrine, you're blown around, you're shaky, you're like a reed. And Jesus says, no, no, you're no longer a shaky reed. You're going to be called Petra. Petra means rock. That's a good name change, by the way. That's one of my favorite name changes in the Bible. From shaky to rock. I'd love to go from jello to solid. (laughs) That would be great. And that's what Jesus did for Simon there. Well then, there's one you might not know much about in the Old Testament. Did you know that in the story, when they sent the spies in, remember the 12 spies went into the land? The Bible records that story, and it says out of the 12 spies that went in the land, one of them's name was Hoshea. Hoshea, say it with me. Hoshea. The name Hoshea means salvation. And then God said, after the incident, see, uh, what was it again? You guys love this story, right? Twelve, twelve men went to spy on Canaan. Ten were bad and two were good. What do you think they saw in Canaan? Ten were bad and two were good. Some saw giants big and strong. Some saw grapes in clusters long. Some saw God was in it all. Ten were bad and two were good. Right? Well, who were the two good ones? Can you name them? Joshua and Caleb. Well, his name wasn't Joshua. You'll find out this is the name change given. His name was Hoshea. Joshua's name was Hoshea, which means salvation. That's a good name. But God said, you're going to be called Joshua now. Because Joshua doesn't mean salvation. Joshua actually means God is salvation. Slight change, Hoshea, Hashua. But it means something. It's significant. Because Joshua went in and Caleb and they saw that God is in this. We can win this battle. The other ten were like, we're doomed. There's big giants. We can't overcome them. And they're like, yeah, no, you can't. But God is in it. And when God is in it, He will bring salvation. Amen? God is salvation. So it's a slight name change that we don't really hear much about. I love it because my son's name is Hashua. Where did it come from? Yehoshua, God is salvation. That brings us to the main point today. God gave Jesus his name because of the significant meaning. Let's walk through it. We'll do it like a math equation. Here we go. Joshua. Everybody say Joshua. We'll say it in the Hebrew now. Yehoshua. Ready? Yehoshua. We know what that means. God is salvation. That's the Hebrew name, Joshua. Well, it's Jehovah, which is Yahweh. Everybody say Yahweh. And Hoshea, everybody say Hoshea. It's really, Joshua is a mashup of two words, Yahweh and Hoshea, which in Hebrew is Joshua. Joshua. Well, spring forward later when we're not doing Hebrew any longer and they're speaking Greek and Aramaic and the angels come and say you shall name him Jesus they said you shall name him Hoshea 
Yahshua. Jesus is actually the Greek form of the word Joshua. It would have been Joshua in the Old Testament. It's Jesus in the New Testament. So therefore, Jesus means God's salvation. Yahweh, Hoshia. Yahweh, mighty God. Hoshia saves. Yahshua, God's salvation. Jesus, God's salvation. The angels got it right. Mary and Joseph didn't get a vote. There's wonder in a name. There's wonder in a star that points people if they have eyes to see. There's wonder in a manger that we can reach Him. He's come and He's kind of He's come to be one of us. Almighty God in a manger. And there's wonder in a name. His name shall be called Jesus. Because Jesus means God saves. Isn't that beautiful? It doesn't end there though. God gave Jesus His name because of a significant meaning. Well, God has given us Jesus to change your name. If you got to come to the Christmas Eve service, I kind of focused on that. The beauty of Christmas and the promise of Christmas leads us to be changed. The name Don's okay. It's all right. Ben, that's okay. Kenny. Oh, those are great American names. Don, Ben, Ken. But I've been given a new name. When I was teenage years struggling with rebellion and making bad choices at some point and going to college man i had to finally said enough of it enough of this don living for don world ruler and all you know that's what it means so you know i was ruling the world doing things the way i thought they should be done living out my namesake and i finally said that's it no more don don needs to get off the throne and god i need to put you on the throne I'd been saved. I got saved at 13. My mom says I said a prayer at the age of four, but I didn't believe that I did that. I didn't have any recollection of that. So at about 13, I actually asked God to save me because I didn't want to go to hell. Anybody experience that? You're a kid. You're like, I don't want to go to hell. That sounds bad. What do I got to do? Give me that get out of jail free card. Give me that fireproof card. And so I prayed and asked God to save me. And you know what? I believe he did. I believe he did. But I didn't surrender my life until I was in college. When I finally said, okay, you saved me, but I've been living on the throne, and you know what? I need to surrender. And I turned my life over to God. Whatever you want, God, whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. You know, he's given me a brand new name. The Bible says, before we know him, we're enemies of God. Because of sin, because of our sinfulness, we're born with a sin problem. That's our name. We're born that way. We're enemies of God. We're we're, we're direct contrast to perfection. We're sinfulness. And then God saves us. And miraculously, He changes us. We're no longer enemies. We're friends. The Bible says you even get to be seated at the table. What a wonderful thing to be seated at the table. You see that king who came to the manger, not to the palace, not to the golden cradle. He's also a king that invites you to his table. And it is going to be a wonderful palace. I'm going to be invited in someday. And I'm going to have everlasting peace. I'm going to have everlasting life. Why? Because he gave me a brand new name. But that name needs to be received. On Christmas Eve, I handed out presents to two kids. uh, And they had to come and receive them. They had to come up and get them. My question then is the same as it is this morning. Have you received a new name? 
You're born sinner. You're born enemy of God. Have you made peace with God? Has he given you a new name? Has he called you a child of his? That's a beautiful new name. He's called me his child. And with that comes heir. I'm an heir to the throne. I'm a, I'm a prince. <laughs> wow, all these things are wonderful. Do you own them yourself? Have you received it? If you haven't, the promise of Christmas, the promise of Christmas is God with us, but the fulfillment is, is have you received him? Have you received him? Short and sweet and simple this morning. Is that okay? The day after Christmas? I'm going to pray. and I'm going to have the band come up. We're going to do a song. They didn't know that, but let's do a song to close. Come on up and help me out. And uh, we'll send you out early this morning. So Merry Christmas to you. Let me pray a blessing and then we'll sing you out. Father God, thank you for the wonder of a name. We'll sing his name shall be. What a great song. Father, we thank you for the wonder of a great name. I'm thankful that you, you beautifully came and the star led people to you and they came to the manger and then the promise of this beautiful name which means God is salvation. And then Father, the fact is the promise of Christmas is you are with us and you promise never to leave us. And God, that also means we have a responsibility to be with others. Love God, love people. It's the center of the mark. So, Father, help us to fulfill that promise in our own lives today. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.